the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in in way less time by doing the exact opposite. And Ramon B., my trusty sidekick, producer. Extraordinaire. Dial turner. Button pusher. But No, you're pushing my buttons. Aren't I you? am here. Uh, now, uh, we haven't seen you in a little bit. Yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Right, thank you. Now, uh, we always start with the headlines of the day. We you know do that. that. These are printed on actual paper. I brought the paper with me. It's yellow. And a lot of people, they don't know what paper sounds like. So, you know, in radio, you have to paint a picture. Yes. Theater of the mind. <laughs> That's why we have all those stupid sound effects. Too. That's right. Uh, stupid. Wait a this minute. This is, yeah, they're stupid. Now, yeah. online, well, you and I came up with them, so. Yeah, That's true. Online, I saw that you can uh, wash your hair with Coca-Cola. Did you see that? <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. But if it is true, I know I can wash my hair with Coke Zero. Now, that's good. Thank you. That's funny. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. That's, I didn't laugh, but that's funny. <laughs> it, it doesn't mean you, you – okay, now I got a guy that called me. Should mm-hmm. we try to get him into the show? We can try. Let's, let's he try. He may fight back, but yeah, we'll we can see. try. See how – that's the ringing sound. Have yeah. you heard this before, I the am. ringing sound? Charles Hill. <laughs> Charles, how are you? Hey, I'm good. I just wanted to help out. I, we appreciate that. I hope you have a question. I think I have an interesting question oh, ooh, that would be ooh. great for the podcast. Oh, actually. well, well, that's what we need because I, I need to kill. We have a half an hour to kill. <laughs> okay. I and goodness do. knows it'll be driving, dead by the time we're done. But No problem. So, you know, as fearless agent. Oh, no, you're from Nashville, um, Tennessee. Let's get that straight. Nashville, Tennessee. Music yeah. City, USA. Um, so as as fearless agents, um, we understand that we don't ever want the seller to be making repairs, whether it's our listing or if we're working with a buyer That's right. um, buying a, a house. Um, I just thought this was interesting. I went to hire my regular inspector for my buyer client, um, but they wanted to save $100, so they called someone else, and that's fine. But when they did, the inspection report... What was the price uh, of the house? Um, five eighty. Okay, save a hundred dollars when you're paying five hundred and eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> you can save a hundred dollars. You can save a hundred dollars by not having a home inspection. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, what I thought was interesting on this guy's inspection report, the, the free guy, the free on, guy. Yeah, the the on his report on different items that he was pointing out, he was saying. The seller, 
buyer, you know, basically this needs to be repaired before closing. And I'm thinking, whoa, 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 stop doing my job. Give me one example for the kids Um, listening in. You think people uh, listen in, Ramon? Oh, they do. Oh, okay. I just checked it. And I tune out. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I see you drifting off, then I try to engage you in the show. Well, what's what's an example of the repair that the seller had to do before closing? Um, the the deck, um, some uh, some stuff like where animals might get in through a little hole around a a pipe on a. Boy, hose I thought I had problems around the house. This is this is rough, isn't it? Yeah. Now, uh, what kind of animals are we talking were, about? Bengal tigers, rhinoceros, hippo? I think they're chupacabras. Chupacabras. Is this a southwest home? By or? the way, I had that at Manuel's last night. It was quite good. Chupacabra. Especially with yeah. the sauce on it. The carne asada, yeah. chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, so what, 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 did, what was your answer? This is the fearless well, agent the, answer. The situation right? was... I've already talked to my clients, and I would always plan on telling them that we're not going to ask the seller to make those repairs. Oh, wait a minute. You represented the, the buyer. Yes. Oh. Well, here, let me, let me uh, for the kids listening at home, there may be a first-time listener. It seems unlikely, but maybe somebody's tuning in for the first time and they don't understand the fearless agent opposite of what the way realtors do stuff. So the reason you don't want the seller to make a repair, if you represent the seller, you don't want the seller to make a repair. If you represent the buyer, you don't want the seller to make a repair. Because if the seller makes a repair and it's not done correctly, then who is the buyer going to call when the seller picked their repair guy that that was the guy they picked so they could save $100 probably? then uh, something goes wrong. And that happened at my house. Um, My house caught on fire because of a uh, seller repair. Now, that wasn't done because I asked the seller to make a repair, but it was a repair that he made on a ceiling fan, and then my house got on fire as a result. So who are they going to call when the seller makes a repair? It's not done right. Who who are they going to call first? Well, they're going to call the buyer agent. The buyer agent is who has to deal with that crap. So if you're the listing agent, you don't allow the sellers to make any repairs as a favor to the buyer agent and the buyer and your seller. Everybody benefits from that. So if if the buyer said, uh, I know I have to get that repair. Now, the deck is an example of something that is made out of wood, I'm guessing. Is that correct? We don't have decks in yep. Arizona, do we? We do not. So uh, the because they would spontaneously combust, and it, it's yeah. made out of wood. Yes. So uh, so it's made out of wood, and then it rots in the rain. And I've been to Nashville. The weather there is the kind of thing that yeah. can wear out a deck pretty quick. So what w- w- the deck would have to be replaced, the flooring on it, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, pr- pretty much replaced. Um, well, what would that cost for? Uh, Purposes of learning. That is a. It, it's a. In this case, it's a small deck. It's really just a set of stairs to go from the uh, living room down. Why you have a very small deck? Not. I've heard something that sounded similar to that. <laughs> I can't remember yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah, they have a small deck. 
It's not the size of the deck. It's how <laughs> you party right. on it. Of course. Sure. It's, well, what's the, uh, what's the cost of the deck if you replaced it? I, Max, I would guess. $2,500. Okay. So on a $500,000 yeah. house, if the if the buyer said, by the way, when the buyer saw the house, they looked at the deck. You don't have to be a home inspector to know that that thing was crappy. You knew that when That's you were right. there falling in love with the house. So you don't hi- hire a, a home inspector to find out all the stuff you already knew was wrong with the house you fell in love with when you offered 580 right? Yes. Okay. Right. So, of course, we're not going to renegotiate the price over that. But let's say they found something that was uh, like a foundation problem or something that was major that where the buyer said, if that didn't get fixed, I would back out. Then the seller could could offer a reduction in the sales price uh, so that the right. buyer could fix that. But I wouldn't yeah. give them cash. I would offer a reduction in the sales price. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But what I thought was, it was kind of blowing my mind, is that the inspector in the report was saying, for example, this foundation needs to be fixed before closing. And I'm like, stay in your lane, Well, buddy. right. That, you know? no, he's stupid, of course. No one expects a home inspector to be a genius. No, and nobody expects a realtor to be a genius either, by the way. Or a podcast host. No one ever expects me to be a genius. Right? Yeah. Producer, that's different. Right. No comment. Okay. He's, I just record see, him. He's, he's, do he's not just, judge. He just pushes the buttons. He doesn't judge? Well, I not think. when you're right, here. Come on. come on. Well, what happened? <laughs> Charles Hill. Well, well, in this case, the buyer wasn't satisfied with the inspection in general, so they're not going to buy this okay. house. Okay. Good. I, I just thought that was an interesting anecdote to share with you about that inspection. Like three different things on the report, he was saying it has to be done before closing. And it's like, that's for us to decide. Let's get down to the meat of the issue. The buyer was FHA, VA, conventional, or cash? Cash. Okay. Well, that's the cash buyer backed out because of minor crap on the inspection. Is that true? Yeah. The dynamics are a little interesting. There's no men involved. Um, so I We're going a down a bad road. This is risky. Uh, can you smell it? I, yeah. I, yeah I it's risky. I have 85-year-old grandma, oh, okay. 60-year-old daughter, and 20-year-old granddaughter. Now, the, now the grandma is only 85. Together. Is she hot? Because right. that's how shallow I am. <laughs> well, yeah, her temperature. But oh. they're, they're all moving in together. Um, and so in that situation, they said, you know, okay. we're okay with the idea of a credit for these things and to negotiate, but it's too many things for us to deal with yeah. as three single women okay. Okay. after closing. And what they do you see? He saved himself. What he's doing do is women's, women have different standards than men. That's what he meant to say. The stuff I thought they he do. was going to say, which is more true. I, I'm glad he didn't say it, aren't you? I'm glad I, you didn't say like, it. <laughs> Well, the show ain't over yet. This is true. It might have been you, Bob. At one time, I think you said something like, uh, um, you know, if if it wasn't for women, men would just live in one-bedroom houses with the bathroom. No, it'd be a garage. It'd be a, it'd be a two-car yeah. garage with a drain in the floor and a right. refrigerator. Right. That's all we need. Yeah. And a hose. Yeah. Yep. That's how exactly. we... That's how we like to keep it simple. Yeah. Now, uh, 
So, rule of thumb. Never, everybody should write this down if you're tuning in. If you're not a fearless agent uh, and you're thinking about becoming one, Charles, what would your recommendation be? What's your fearless agent coaching experience been? Oh, it's it's been fantastic. Um, my, my ability to um, not only have the right words to say, but to de- decipher these situations like this one in a way that protects my client or me is also an added benefit that I don't think you talk much about, Bob, but um, understanding these situations is, is some people might think it's icing on the cake because getting the listing or whatever is, is one of the steps, but really the, the escrow process things that we learn with you are um, equally valuable in my opinion. Well, thank you. So by the way, this will be a shameless plug. Would you like to do the shameless plug intro? Time for Bob Leffler's Shameless So if any of the stuff we talk about on this show makes sense to you, and that is highly unlikely, but in the off chance it does, and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, and you're also open to the idea of having some help with that, go to fearlessagent.com. Up in the banner on the right side, watch our webinar. You can call me anytime at 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone, and we'll do a complimentary coaching call with you. See if what you're trying to do and what we do, if that would be a good fit. If you happen to be a company owner and you're recruiting fewer recruit uh, producing agents than you wish you were, uh, also give me a call. We help you with that as well. Uh, and then go to go to fearlessagent.com, watch all our, all our training videos, subscribe to this podcast, uh, do give us a five-star review in spite of what you hear here, and then uh, go to fearlessagent.tv and subscribe to that as well. But make sure you give me a call at 480-385-8810 to do a complimentary coaching call. Now, uh, have you? what is the... Uh, You've noticed a difference in the days on the market there? Definitely. Yeah, I've got I've got two listing appointments today because I'm a fearless agent. Thank Good you. Good for you. And in doing the Schedule, CMA... Scheduled to or going on to? Going on to um, today. And I've noticed when working on the CMA, using the active listings and things... What does the CMA the, stand for, um, Ramon? Uh, you know what? I'll say it. Country Music Awards. If you're new in real estate, uh, that's what Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and in Nashville, it actually does mean that. It actually so. means that. See? See? I'm not stupid. I just look at it and sound it. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a realtor and you would like to watch a CMA on TV, it's mm-hmm. so exciting. But you right. can do that. Right. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the days are way longer. Um, I've never seen in the area I'm going to right now is one of the hottest areas. Uh, you and I had biscuits and gravy in this area before at Bob, nashville and, uh, biscuit house yeah yeah and over the, there it's one of the hottest areas oh but they're goodness. sitting 90 and, the, and 100 uh, days don't they the call agents that gallatin are or something Gall- uh, it's called east nashville but it's uh like off said, gallatin road uh-huh. oh it's on gallatin road yep. that's right best yep. biscuits and gravy have you ever had country style biscuits and gravy i have uh oh, yeah. back in my uh 
my back in my truck driving days, I used to eat them off a of roach coach. So they were oh, excellent. Wow. For the three dollars. And you drove a truck cross country or no, just no, local. delivering sheetrock and okay. things like that. that but like delicious, fun. delicious and very and healthy. Salubrious. Oh, I was a truck driver, so what do you expect? <laughs> That's right. I'd expect you to be uh yeah, I'd expect you to be that. Stop right there. Okay, I did. I, I caught myself, didn't I? You look a little like a truck driver now. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's good. Uh, by, by the way, truck drivers is make what makes America work. Now, speaking of work. And uh, biscuits and gravy. The uh, Charles Hill. If you would like to refer business to Charles Hill, he's in Nashville, Music City, USA. You can call him toll free day or night at 615-586-2662. If you have a seller. They would like to sell their house for way, way more than fair market value. He knows how to do that. Uh, If you have a buyer that wants to get uh, the best house of all the houses available, he knows how to do that. If you have an investor that would like to get the highest rate of return possible, because he's a fearless agent, he knows how to do those things. So you can give him a call and he will help you. That also was a shameless plug. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, what else you got, Charles? Anything else exciting? Um, no, that days on market thing is interesting. I know um, rates are high and you know things like that. But either way, I know that the agents the agents are definitely. What I notice is that they're guessing high and then they're not making any changes to it. And with my clients doing it the fearless agent way, I already know we already have it planned where based on the number of showings. We're going to go here. If we're not there, if we don't get what we want, we're going to move it to here. And mm-hmm. and when I proactively make those reductions below the next barrier and I do it that way, um, we're still getting multiple offers and things. And I think it's sad that some of these agents out here are over-promising sellers and then just sitting there like if they wait longer, they're going to get what they're asking. And that's just mm-hmm. not true. And I think that's unfortunate. But um, my clients are happy with me being proactive in making strategic price things, you know, during now, the... Do you always take a one-year listing? Every time. So, I even just took a one-year buyer agreement. Yes, one year. So, uh, all the time. I, I, that happened to me, you know, when I was new in real estate, the average days on the market were about a year to a year and a half, and, and many times two years. And uh, realtors would always... Uh, do 90 day listing. So I'm new and real. I know nothing. You know, I get into real estate. I'm a dope. And I, I, I looked at that and I go, why would somebody take a 90 day listing if it takes a year to a year and a half for the average house to sell in Scottsdale? Now that was the fastest selling part of town. So I said, well, I'm just going to take six month listings just because it's twice as much. That seems fine. So I, so I, I list a house. It's 1953 first neighborhood uh, built by a builder in Scottsdale. So this one builder built these, I think, four neighborhoods in Scottsdale back in 1953. So these are middle-class Americans back in those days. Everybody was broke after World War II. And uh, you lived in a 900-square-foot, you know, three-bedroom or two-bedroom, one-bath house, and that's just the way it was. So it happened to be, uh, since Ramon knows where we are, down on Hayden Road and McDowell. So it was about okay. a mile from the Indian Reservation, right? Yep, yep. So the Salt River Pima Indian Reservation, which is a casino today. But back in those days, it was just uh, 
you know, kind of raw desert land. So uh, I was talking to the lady, Joy. She's about 80 years old. She bought the house new, and she had this quite ornate fence, like a redwood fence that was a little fancy, you know. And I said, wow, that that fence is very high quality. <laughs> it's, it's, it's better than all the others in the neighborhood. She goes, oh, yeah, I had to put that fence up to keep the Indians and their cattle out of my yard. <laughs> I'm going, oh, my God, I'm, I'm a city boy. I don't know nothing about that, right? So um, – so I list her house and, you know, back in those days, nothing's going on. And again, I don't know what I'm doing. So uh, she uh, comes up for renewal, you know, six months. She got, her listing is about to expire. So I call her up. I said, hey, Joyce, um, I, uh, I need to renew your listing because it's about to expire. She goes, oh, Bob, I've, I've decided I'm going to go with Remax. I've already talked to them. I go – well, that that's fine. I said, I'm going to come over and talk to you. we got to do a little paperwork. So she goes, oh, you can't. And I go, well, why not? She goes, because I already moved. I go, well, where did you move to? She says, I moved up to Sholo, which is the ski resort town up, you know, probably three hours north of Phoenix. And I said, uh, I said, well, that's fine. I'll, I'll come to Sholo and meet with you. She goes, oh, no, you can't. I said, well, why not? She goes, "My, you know, we're all snowed in. You couldn't even make it up the road. I said, look, Joyce, I drive like Charles Manson. I'm not going to be hard for me to get up that road. And uh, she goes, oh, no, no, you can't. I said, Joyce, listen, do you have coffee? She says, I do have coffee. I said, put it on. I'm on my way, right? So I drive to Sholo for three hours, I, and it was very difficult getting up her road in my Buick. I, I forget the name of this car. But remember the Cadillac Cimarron? Do you remember those cars? No, I don't. That was a 1980s crap mobile. Okay. Sounds it was like, like it. A, it was like a tiny Cadillac. But this was the Buick version of that. That was my first real estate car. So that's even a lesser version of crap. It was horrifying. So, but it's front wheel drive, and I'm having a heck of a time getting up this road. But I got up, got up the road, and then we met. We had the coffee, and then I relist her house for six months. Okay, one day later, it sells. All right. So, the moral of the story was it sold a day later, and I said, "I'm never doing that again. I'm going to take every listing for a year from then on." And I noticed something that would happen is people would be signing everything. They trusted me. And this is after I became a fearless agent and figured out what I was doing and I had all, all, the, all the different presentations and stuff. But, but I, they'd, they'd say, a year? This agreement is for a year? I, I said, yeah. I, I said, if you decide that you want to do business with me, because of what I'm telling you sounds like good common sense tonight, that's not going to change. And that's not – it's not going to take a year to sell your house, but I want you to be all in. And they go, oh, OK. But some people would say, I'm not signing a one-year listing. And I'd say, that's why I do a one-year listing. Because if I'm going to have a problem with you, I don't want to have it in three weeks or three months. I want to have it tonight. And we're having it tonight. <laughs> so, and I would walk out and they would sell their house way too cheap and I would, uh, you know, laugh at them in a good-natured way. I'd later. go on to another one. I'd go on to another one. Yeah. So you're booking five listing appointments a week. you got 50 more look just like them. You don't have to care what they think. So, and, and have you found that to be true for you, Charles? 
I have never had an objection to the one year, and I present it the way you tell me to, which is, and you're going to stick with me as long as it takes, mm-hmm. and I need you to sign right here, and then they sign it, and there's no question about the length ever. So, um, And just yeah, so I've people know what we're talking about, so when you're explaining the, as a fearless agent, when you've, you know, you've done the listing presentation, they're sold on you, uh, they... They um, and then they're sold on the price, and then you're signing up, signing them up. You say, you know, this is the agreement between you and me. Uh, this is your house. This is you. I need you to initial right here for the lockbox. This says I get paid seven percent no matter what if your house sells. This says I get paid zero no matter what if your house does not sell. This says you agree to stick with me for as long as it takes, and I need you to sign right here. It, like you said, more often than not, I mean, 80% of the time, they just did with no question. So uh, so that's how it's done well, in the big city. Well, I, I am outside my appointment, so I do have to go. Call Charles Hill if you want to send him business in Nashville, 615-586-2662. Thank you, Charles, and thank all of you for joining us today. Uh, by the way, if you uh, uh, like what we do here, I want to please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can call me directly at 480-385-8810. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast on whatever platform you're at. Subscribe to fearlessagent.tv. Call me for a complimentary coaching call if you haven't already. And until next week, do what we always do. Have fun. Be humble. Most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.